Well, universe, here we are. It is, um, well, what, what time we got? What time anybody got for real time? Time says 4.27 here on the uh, 12th of January, which I think, uh, do I mention in this recording that that makes it two weeks until the guardian angel turns 59? I think I do bring that up. But if I didn't, uh, there it is. That's gratuitous, and I admit it. Um, but I just... Some, some energies in this universe are transient. They're ageless. They're, um, they're here with purpose beyond what your small blip in space-time reality can show you. And um, they know it. So, saying 59.95 or 9.5 or 99.5 K-Rock? No, not them. But everybody else. It's, it's with grace and respect that <clears throat> I ever turn my attention toward the Guardian Angel. I mean, as the overestimator and sworn arch-nemesis of the Guardian Angel. I can only say so many good things without ruining the whole comic book storyline that's here to be had. So, fulfilling my role justly as I do, well, remember that to listen to me involves, well, it can definitely involve putting up with me using ironically incorrectly. It can also involve uh, me using a name or two that I shouldn't, or saying a name that's incorrect, or saying a name that's correct but in the wrong place, or there's all kinds of mistakes I can make, and a lot of them are with names, but some of them are even with numbers, and so when I make mistakes, I just, you know, hmm. yeah, that's not cool. I'm working on it. And uh, you might put up with crying. You never know. I almost cried two episodes ago, but I held it in, and I don't usually hold it in. I'm not trying to hold it in, but sometimes it just doesn't feel appropriate to break down at a moment when I'm talking about an Avengers movie. So I don't. And uh, that's probably forced. I agree. But I try not to be forced. But sometimes you'll find me forcing bits or even emotional hand-wringing because... I haven't figured it all out. I don't have much of a sounding board. I'm pretty much all alone on this planet. And I bring with me what I bring, which is a tapestry filled with both answers and questions, neither of which do I necessarily understand their true formulation or connection herein. So I try to work out as much of that as I can. I swear like a sailor. I, uh, I put certain people in places where they don't belong, but fit an agenda that Keeps my narrative bouncy and playful. And it's with the greatest of honor that I revere such places of hmm, a bookmark in my small story to tell. I hope no one would ever take me seriously. No more seriously than I hope we take this life but the one thing we do take seriously, how we treat each other, well, I never mean any disrespect. I never mean any sense of 
fissure creating re revelation, nor would I ever think to make somebody else's life worse to make my life better. So, uh, I don't know why I felt like I had to say that, but with four and a half minutes of gratuitous introductory territory now established, well, go listen to the rest of it if you feel like it, but as I've always said, you gotta have something better to be doing with your life than this, don't ya? Don't ya? Come on. Go listen to that song, don't ya? It's uh, 3.05. You're on the 12th of February. And uh, 12th of February. That means it's only two more weeks till my guardian angel turns 59. Not to rub it in, but I've got not much to rub in, so that's all you get. Pause. No, I'm not going to pause on that. Seriously. Should I even leave that in this? Am I uh, am I not somebody who claims to be above petty revenge? Like telling someone's age who looks nothing like the day that they say they are born? No. No, that's ridiculous. Because, frankly, when this person turns 59, they're going to bring a whole new fucking meaning to that phrase of, well, fuck, man, if you're 59, <clears throat> no fucking way am I telling you how old I am. Pause. Uh, is that the single most roundabout way to go about saying that somebody looks really great for their age? Maybe. But since I've been telling myself how great I look for my age, well, I don't think I'm above sharing that compliment with one other human being on this planet. But... Since you can't even hear me because I'm taking a dab, what is with all the inconsideration so far? Did I wake up on the wrong side of Friday bed? I know I didn't. Pause. You know, I almost hit the unpause button just there, but I didn't because I thought I should have a drink before I hit the unpause button, fearing I might cough, which could then reduce the pleasure of the listener's experience. <coughs> oh, crap. <coughs> Oh, I didn't know I was still going to cough. Well, I tried to suppress that motherfucker, but it didn't work. So my bad. Sorry to cough in your Friday afternoon face. Am I? Oh, I don't know. If I walked into your office, like if I still worked in an office and did all that stupid shit where it was like, dude, it's Friday afternoon. It's like 3.20 and I don't want to do shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, why would we even keep working at this point? There's just nothing going to get done. So <coughs> cough in your face kind of routine. I'm sure you work with that guy. And I hate to say that I could have been that guy. God, but not to not to anybody but the right person, right? I would only be that guy to that guy. You have to pick and choose your audience when you're in an office environment as to what transgressions are appropriate behind closed doors and what aren't. The ones that aren't, well, they're pretty clear. Well, I mean... Human resources will make them clear to you if you don't understand what is inappropriate and appropriate. But coughing in someone's face in their office, who's just one of those frat boy douchebag fucking got where he is because of people he knows, not a single thing about his work ethic or ability to produce results. That guy, 
Yeah, I might cough in his face on a Friday afternoon. Especially if I've been vaping under the desk in my own office. You know what I'm saying? Pause. Pause on pause. All right. Well, not to uh, tread on the comedic genius of previous uh, triplicate sayings of renowned familiarity. But, uh, as, unpause, pause, so, did you notice my future self jump to the back of the line and then try to get to the front of the line by saying unpause before I'd even paused? And then I had to pause twice to get back into the future set timeline that we are in now? You didn't watch Marvel, uh, something Avengers Endgame? No? You didn't see that one where... Every new timeline created is a new timeline of the possibility of, M, uh, what, infinite universes? I don't know. But the timeline thing that they did in that movie was stupid. you got to stick to the Back to the Future timeline stuff, man. If you're not capable of <clears throat> impacting a previous reality with today's reality, then what's the point of being in reality, huh? But the physicists will figure that out someday. Until they do, I will just say that you can affect your past reality this way. By becoming a better person today. That's it. That's all you gotta do. And you can cascade both forward and backward in time as a better version of you. Yeah, it's obvious how you forward cascade in time. But that backward in time part works too. The reason is you never know what part of you is injected in the simulation in what phase of time? Do you think when you pull out of this particular zone that you've been stuck in or have chosen, have opted into or out of, if you're lucky? But for most of you, those trapped here, well, if now is your point of ascension, <clears throat> do you think now is when you will return? Fuck no. Of course not. You'll be somewhere else, doing something different, playing a role completely different and unique from the one you've just escaped on Earth. And I say escaped because <clears throat> I don't know what the horizon provides for us, but again, my dreams for the last 48 hours have been uh, concerning. They've been filled with um, apocryphal image. Imagery that I guess I could be picking up from Marvel's greatest superheroes, known as the Avengers, who do not feature Justin Bacon. Not yet. But I don't see why they wouldn't go to... I'm sorry, wait, Kevin Bacon? Justin Bateman? Oh, you mean it's six degrees of Kevin Bacon? Well, Kevin Bacon should totally be an Avenger. I would think that would be the way to go on the next round because then they can get guys like me who are like, wait, so it's Flashdance meets the Avengers? Well, this I gotta see into the theater. But since I'm like one of seven people who represent a demographic for whom that's an interesting reboot, I don't know that Hollywood should promote their entire Avengers comeback movie premise on... Because you got to get loose, foot loose, kick off your Sunday shoes, even though it's Friday, right? Or maybe, maybe that's the future of Hollywood, 
You put six random movies on this die. You put six other random movies on this die. And boom! That's how we get Snow White Die Hard. Yeah, that would be awesome. Pause. Okay. I've always said I don't think you can make money listening to or doing anything with the non-intellectual property that I spew into the universe. But since I'm probably the first one who, am I probably the first one to roll the Snow White Die Hard dice? Maybe not, but let's say I haven't heard that concept yet um, on the list of combined movies that we can use to uh, mine people's past uh, affections to suck another couple bucks out of them today that they'll regret as soon as they get to the concept and see what stupidity we've laced it with. File? File? Inbox? Whatever? Email? Address? Okay, well, <clears throat> if... This pseudo TikTok social media account that nobody's looking at except for everybody who wants to make fun of the premise that is Hollywood's lack of intuition and ideas. Well, here's the thing. Snow White Die Hard would have to involve John McClane as the prince, right? Ultimately, he has to be the prince. But then, see, that runs into problems because what about the kids? Could he be divorced and... Snow White be a prostitute or something so that she's got some filth on her? How would that work out? She wouldn't really be Snow White if she's a prostitute, would she? I mean, <laughs> does that kind of go, go against the premise? Wait, was it, what, was, what was her backstory? Did she have one? Didn't she just fall into like a, a, a hobble of <laughs> short men who were all uh, prone to one emotional... Uh, countenance? What was her story? Does she have one? Ooh, maybe I should look some... Before I try to figure out how to bring this moment of, I think, true creative inspiration together, um, I should know a little bit about Snow White. So, pause. Uh, unpause. All right, all right. I think we can just go with the top result here, which I believe is from Wikipedia. No, it's from Elgiva? E-L-G-I-V-A. Uh, don't make me say that twice. Um, <clears throat> and <clears throat> whatever that um, reality is, it says that research suggests Snow White could actually lie, or that the origins of Snow White could actually lie in history. She may have been the Countess Margareta van Waldeck and her alleged lover Philip II of Spain. The Countess died in 1554 and was famed for her beauty. That's enough. We'll just leave that as her backstory. <clears throat> so, backstory written by Google uh, AI. And according to Google AI, she was known for her beauty, famed for it. And yet, how does someone who's famed for their beauty end up in a, uh, what, some sort of like... Uh, um, Male compound? What were the dwarves doing with each other? There's seven of them living together. Was there a cook? Was one of them the cookie dwarf? And one of them the fucking clean up the house dwarf? I mean, who was cleaning the goddamn house in that setup? But if you figure the dwarves are, what, how to get today's men interested in your story? That's a fair parallel, right? Men of today, the dwarves of Snow White? Something like that. Okay, well, that's kind of what you have here in Denver. But maybe it's different in your ter territory. 
uh, <clears throat> the reality is Die Hard is grounded in true holiday family values, including, uh, whoa, I can't believe I can't think of the guy in the limousine, uh, down there just jamming out to, uh, oh, God, I'm pretty sure it's Public Enemy, but I'm not positive at this point. I haven't seen Die Hard in forever. Oh, should I go watch Die Hard now? Do I need to watch Die Hard to do this bit? Probably. Because I have not seen Die Hard in at least five, maybe ten years. That's a long time. Fuck! I don't know. I kind of do want to go watch Die Hard, though. But I don't know if I have two hours to, de to dedicate. Ugh. But uh, then I would get everything right, including the name of... Uh, uh, I can't believe I can't think of it. Oh, well. Pause. Unpause. Argyle. And yes, I had to look that up. But motherfucker, I'm getting old. Um, anyhow, Die Hard is ground in what I would call traditional um, American values about families and the challenges they face at the holiday periods when maybe um, there's a separation or divorce is on the table and kids are going through trouble emotionally and parents are doing the same and all of this stuff, right? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. And obviously the triumph of the story is how the family unit finds the glue to reunite and give it another shot as the nuclear family they were born to be. But in Snow White, you've got this, I don't know, woman known for her beauty who just falls into the uh, care of seven unattached short men, uh, emotional men, I might add. Uh, I mean, it, Disney's, Disney's obviously taking us into some weird territory with their storyline, but um, <clears throat> so I think we want to center more on the diehard part of the the kernel here, as it were, if this were a nugget of popcorn trying to pop itself out of a bag of silver lining, then the interior cloud thunderstorm would have to be something like getting rid of as much of that Snow White messing around with Seven Dwarfs stuff as is implied in that other movie, right? So, <clears throat> so how are we going to do that? What if Snow White is Hans Gruber? Yes! Think about it. The dwarves are the henchmen. Now we have our story. All right. I am going to go ahead and copyright this idea because I think I've come up with a gemstone of what? Disney princess-sized caliber? Well, when it comes to creativity, it would be what? Like another run of a movie that they already made, but they're going to remake it anyway and call it something like Frozen 5? Pause. I'm pause. Okay. Well, believe it or not, all of this is what I got on to talk about. So I'm, uh, I'm pretty much done talking. Have a good one. No, I'm kidding. None of this, meaning zero of what we have spoken about yet already, did I mean to speak about already to now. 
except maybe that part about the first part where my nemesis, the guardian angel, and as as we all know, that makes me the uh, the overestimator. But my nemesis, the guardian angel, is just now two weeks away from turning fifty nine, and we will count down two weeks away from fifty nine for her to help her remember that age isn't a thing, especially when you look as fucking great for your age as she does. But I digress, and I mean that in the most literal sense possible. I'll even speak in another foreign tongue, foreign accent type thing for you to show you I digressed so much. Um, now, I don't need to mention that my guardian angel has been um, my mother. I don't need to say anything else. Because... As I said yesterday, well, with people, <sighs> there is energy, I believe, in this universe that is cosmically connected and, frankly, maybe you serving up what you need in your real time because nobody can do it for you better than you. Or, 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 or this person's just swift to see past all the hijinks and lowjinks that my silly jinks tend to uh, enable. And not wanting to play with any jinks decides, go away, you are a jinx. And needs no more than, say, four or five minutes to figure that all out. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I am the definition of high maintenance and uh, questionable return, maybe, if I'm being honest. But that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. <clears throat> I accept my failure to help this person discover the parts of themselves they had shut off. Why I was so quick to uh, not... Uh, succeed there, I do not know. And I feel like a failure to the universe for having performed so poorly. But move on must I, because, well, what else can I do? <laughs> it's not, not like <laughs> I get, uh, I get choices here. No, I get, uh, I get more like, uh, mm, well, if you fall into a whirlpool and you think you're not going to end up sucked down to the bottom you must be one strong swimmer. And as we've been through many times, I am not a very strong swimmer. Pause. Ooh. Now, should the Snow White of today's iteration against the McLean character... Wait, should they... No, not a gender swap. Not a, not a race... Well... A race swap, who cares? But mm, should Snow White be terrified of water and water be the thing that she drowns in? Is Snow White going to drown or is she just going to fall to her death in this one? Do we know yet? Have we sent this over to the team? Pause. <laughs> yeah, have we sent this over to the team? Uh, team of one looking for dinner. What's that, a can of lima beans? Fuck yeah, we got dinner. Pause. Okay, just show of hands here. How many people think I should take more dabs? <laughs> All of you? 
Hilarious. You're fucking hilarious. Pause. Scabba dabba yabba dibba doo. Bruce Banner made a fucking appearance out of nowhere, so like you, I'm thinking, you know, good decision to go fucking put a dab on that tool and get yourself even higher than you are right now. Now, will this be a good decision in another four minutes? Well, TBD, baby. TBD. Baby. On pause. Okay. Well, you know what? I better pause. Hang on. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So then, here's the thing. Like, it's, uh, it's been a curse, honestly. Well, and a blessing, but equal parts to be as, um, as good with numbers, as capable of recalling numbers, as, um, able to see numbers coordinating, to see the geometry of the universe. I don't know what you want to say here, but the, (laughs) the patterns of the universe to me stick immediately and they don't go away. Once I learn your your birthday, I know it forever, and I don't forget it. Cameron Guerin, my first high school girlfriend, May 12th, and uh, let's see, Doug Keeler across the hall, August 4th. Um, Chrissy Iovino, my RA, would have been, it was in September because it happened right when we got there, so ooh, she might be one I don't know, but I'm going to guess September 4th. Um, and on and on. It's just, you, you get to a point where your, your experience in life shows you certain things that you just are prone to uh, use as informational cornerstones. And for me, numbers and dates have always been that. And when they coincide, like, say, 5-4, um, in the universe of coincidental, Reality. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hello, Bruce. How's your banner? Oh, it's, you know, pretty much full size across the whole webpage. So I'd say it looks pretty good. Me too, Bruce. Me too. Um, that's a little bit of insanity. I didn't mean to pull out of my hat. So sorry for that. But having now revealed a little bit of my digital marketing background, well, um, I... I have no idea what I was talking about to get to this point. Oh, have I lost the conversation right now. Man, I'm fucking high. You know what's funny is I don't think I'm high from that, but I did scrape. Well, okay. Here's why I know I'm higher than I've been in a while. And I am. That's the truth. But uh, I scraped the interior of my glass clean, which means instead of getting clogged hits, I got three enormous hits, um, and I used some of that scraping, which is essentially just material that's been sucked down the tube but never ignited, so it's some of the most potent shit I've got, to be honest, and I took one huge hit of that, crackly, and I'm fucking high right now, so should I stop this and play it back and see what the fuck I was even talking about? I mean, I know I was talking, oh, wait, 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 I know I wanted to talk about this and I haven't talked about it yet, Okay. So, I don't mean any animosity toward my guardian angel. I really don't. And I know that I call her my arch enemy, 
but only because I think she thinks of me as an arch enemy. <clears throat> I don't have any uh, negative feelings toward this person. Not at all. And <clears throat> while I would still uh, uh, keep them from uh, going into certain territories of conversation with me, because let's just say that I've shut certain emotional territories down, that doesn't mean that I... And that just means that I am clear on where things stand with us in this 3D 8675309 reality. Not that I'm, <clears throat> not that I'm, uh, not that I'm incapable of seeing this person as still doing whatever it is they need to do while they're down here and I'm just not involved. That's fine. But that doesn't mean that I've, given this person less presence in my uh, connections of soulful significance on this plane. She still might be number one. So what do you do with that? You just put it where it belongs in the next incarnation of whatever life is that this whole ride is providing us. What can't be done here shouldn't really cause you loss. Because if it's supposed to get done, it will be done in the next in the next lifetime. Or wherever it's supposed to fit in. And if that's a lesson in reverse of you chasing down a piece of yourself to be fulfilled still at this point without realizing it, and then having to relive this life in a capacity to get past these points of weakness, well then, you know, maybe that's what it's all about. When I say I'm open to inspecting myself from all corners, I don't see myself as the hero in every outcome. In fact, oftentimes I try to look for the lessons that maybe I'll be back here trying to relearn a ninth, tenth, whatever, <clears throat> and I'm not being comical, run of reality, this representation might truly be providing me. And if you don't look at yourself with the same level of both <laughs> laughter and levity, well, I think you're missing out on just how special you are meant to grow to become. This ride is about something, but it's about you the most. Um, pause. Okay, so since this ride is all about you, uh, what you've been doing to create that blossoming effect in becoming the best version of you that you can possibly be. Seriously. How is your alignment with the universe's signaling transpiring into fulfillment in your pursuit of the ultimate version of you being you to the nth degree? That stuff's all working out well for you? Fantastic. But I'd say, as much as anything, that journey is the journey that I'm here to share and uh, and um, and, <laughs> and lose my vocabulary over. Oh my God. And document? Thank you. Oh, think about that. That's an eight-letter word, document.
took me what eight seconds to come up with it if I'm being nice to myself <laughs> oh <sighs> anyhow this documentation of my declaration of becoming a better person putting that in action and thus creating a better world well that's really what the project to respond to the situation that you find that says, wait, <clears throat> is, is, this, is this all my fault? Well, I mean, I can see where a lot of it's my fault. Is it all my fault? Pause. Um, pause. All right, so, so far, fuck. No response to the dumb jobs that I want, and I won't apply do certain dumb jobs because I've done those dumb jobs and those dumb jobs don't want me back or other reasons, not just that reason, other reasons too, but, uh, I haven't applied to the really dumb jobs, which are the versions of my job that I used to have that are just in different color aprons, one of them blue, one of them red. When you've worn the orange, do you want to wear the blue or the red? Not really. That's for damn sure. Even though the red's right down the street, and the blue is too, really. But no, uh, but if I can't eat, is it smarter to starve to death or to work at the blue apron? Well, the red apron would be my first choice because they seem like they're kind of like a lot slower. Like they might have a lower um, IQ threshold to get people in the door. And since my IQ has always been something of a curious fascination of mine well I, I prefer not to have to share that and since I don't think that'll come up either place I don't know why I'm bringing it up now maybe so that I could gratuitously tell you that my IQ score is four points higher than Madonna's uh maybe maybe did I really want to share that I've gone off the rails here should I get some notes what do I do do I hit, I guess I have pause